hello, hello. Welcome back. I'm your host, Melissa, also known as Get Fit with Melissa on Instagram. And I'm her husband, Ryan. You're more I than guess that. I'm a host too. <laughs> Mostly more like a guest. You are a host. Don't even say <laughs> that. Hi, you guys. Welcome back to our podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening and supporting us. We really appreciate it. I love looking at everyone who's been listening and I love when you guys message me that you listened or that the podcast really resonated with you. I know we only have one other than the introduction, but it really means a lot to me when you guys say, hey, I listened to your podcast. So thank you. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell everybody that you like it. Tell your dogs. Don't just tell us that you like it. Tell everybody else that you like it too, we that would, they should listen to it. We appreciate it. Okay, you guys, today's topic for discussion um, to get up and do is understanding what beliefs and limiting beliefs are. So for those who aren't familiar with what I'm talking about, just know it's been the last year that I've actually become really comfortable understanding what these things are. Um, when I did 75 hard, I'm going to refer back to it because that's really when I started to get into like affirmations, law of attraction, and really understand energy and like positivity, negativity, and how it really affects our day to day. So today I'm going to be really hitting that topic. If this resonates with you, I would love for you to comment or put like leave a review saying how much it did resonate with you or message me. I love hearing from you guys, like I said before. So with that being said, Ryan is going to chime in as he sees fit (laughs) and we're going to get going. Okay, first and foremost, let's talk about beliefs. What is a belief? I think most of us know what a belief is, but the Oxford Dictionary says a belief is an acceptance that a statement is true or that something exists. So a lot of us have different beliefs, different values, um, and it just, you know, kind of makes our, our identity. Whereas a limiting belief are thoughts, opinions that one believes to be the absolute truth. They tend to have a negative impact on one's life by stopping them from moving forward and growing on a personal or professional level. So those are the two things we're going to be talking about today. And if you guys watched my um, Instagram reel that I posted about Hispanic moms, just know I'm not just talking about Hispanic moms because I'm sure like a lot of you have DM'd me Italian mom, Greeks mom, like different types of moms, grandparents have done the same things. And I want to let you guys know this too. It's not their fault. It's because of the way they were raised. It's because of the way they know to be true, their beliefs, um, that they have kind of taught us certain things. But the beautiful thing is we can unlearn the things that they've instilled into us. So with that being said, Sorry, Ryan, did you want to chime? Well, I hope the video is a joke. Um, <laughs> it is a joke. It's just supposed to, to be, be hilarious. Yeah, it's just supposed to be funny. Don't take it too seriously. It's I, I really think that the intent behind it isn't to make people feel bad or to judge your daughter or Any different or culture anything. or anything no, like it's, that. it's just a, it's a joke downright. So... I mean, just, to a, to an extent, my mom has she is guilty of being like, "Oh, you're getting a little chubby," or "Oh, you're getting too skinny." I remember when I was running my miles, preparing for the marathon back in December. She came downstairs and was like, "Why are you running so many miles? You're already so skinny." And like, it was really hard for her to understand. Like, I don't run to get skinny; I run to be better and faster. So that was kind of where my heart was coming from when I made that video, and a lot of you could relate, which actually kind of made me sad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So first and foremost, let's talk about limiting beliefs. And if any of these resonate with you, um, just know you're not alone. So I have a couple of limiting beliefs that I've come to find out these last couple of months that have really, I've learned have affected my day to day. And it's funny because a lot of these are from when I was really, really young. So the first one I want to talk about is when I was younger, I had this belief 
that because I was always the bigger girl in my group of friends, that I was always going to stay that way. So throughout my life, it was really hard for me to understand that I didn't have to always be the bigger girl. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I'm just saying I was the bottom of the pyramid. I was never thrown up in any cheer squad. I was always, I mean, I was once or twice, but I was always like, oh, Melissa, you be the bottom, you be the base. Or, oh, Melissa, you always, you be this person because you have thicker legs, you have a thicker stomach. Like, for the longest time, I believed that's where, what I was, the big person in the room. I never believed I could be athletic. I never believed I could be the person running the miles I do or lifting the way I do or being the person I am because of this limiting belief that I was the big person. And for a long time, that affected the way I trained. It affected me at the gym because not seeing myself become smaller was really hard to ever imagine myself smaller. So once I hit my first weight loss journey and I started seeing evidence, right, clear evidence that I could be smaller, that itself helped me derail this limiting belief. Another limiting belief I wanted to talk about was just growing up poor. If you have grown up poor, like I have, me and Ryan both have talked about it. I mean, we weren't super poor, but we did grow up kind of here and there, not being able to do a few things. Um, I don't want to talk for Ryan, but for myself, we went to the Bishop Storehouse. Um, we went to the like really early morning, um, what do you even call them, where you like go pick up food? Um, because my family, when they immigrated here, like it was really hard for them to find jobs. It was really hard to, to stay afloat in money. And you know what? Like for me, money was scarce. I never believed I could live in a nice house. I never believed I could be financially stable because growing up, I was instilled this belief that money didn't stay around, that money was hard to come across. And me and Ryan growing together and being married, we kind of saw that too. We were like really tight so many times. I can't even tell you, like we'd have like $50 in our checking account, but like all our bills would be paid, but it was really hard for us to believe one, we'd ever be debt free. And two, that money was good. Whenever we thought of money, we thought gone, you know, money didn't stick around. What, I mean, what do you think of, what did you think of and what do you think of now, Ryan? There, yeah, it's growing up, we didn't get whatever we wanted. And I think that was a blessing because we learned we had to work hard for what for what we got. And when we got on to, onto our own and we started working for for things, um, we didn't necessarily we weren't necessarily responsible with it. So we found ourselves in situations where all of our money was going to expenses and and bills and loans and debt because we were really excited to get stuff and to get things and to because we weren't used spend to spend our money. Yes, um, yes. Because we, yeah, we weren't used to having our own money to spend instead of relying on our parents' money, which might not have been a whole lot of money. Um, and I think that it taught us like a valuable lesson that that money isn't everything. But I think we've learned a lot about how to manage money more um, and come by more of it just and we've, depending I think on the together i don't know chose. tell me if i'm wrong i think money itself we've come to a place where we think money is good it's no longer this bad negative feeling like i feel good towards money like i have been through my affirmations which i'll talk about more later in this episode um i've come to realize like money is good 
Money is welcoming. Um, money gets us to places and not to be greedy or anything like that. But when you have money and you can take care of yourself, like it, it's a really good feeling. Yeah, you don't have to worry about how much you have left. Yes, um, which is a really scary you, feeling. And, and it takes a lot of budgeting. And it takes a lot of intent, um, a lot of intentional spending. Um, but it, it can be done if you really want it to. And it all goes back to the belief like you're talking about. It's believing that you can um, live a more abundant lifestyle. You can get out of debt. You can be smarter with your expenses. You can control yourself when you go out to eat or when you go out to the shop, to the mall, or when you go out onto Amazon. Yeah. Um, so it's just believing that if you make these choices, you can live the life that you want to live. But it's just you're kind of getting ahead. Hold, hold, hold it on, cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> you're jumping into the part. Of I don't know how, all your notes. So, um. <laughs> no, he's right though. He's absolutely right. All of this is so true. I was gonna wait till the end, but it's fine. No, he is absolutely right. That all of these things, like it's the belief of what you're putting yourself through, and understanding that whatever you thought can be changed and transformed into a different thought. Um, sorry, you're just like going ahead of the agenda, and I'm like, wait. Hold the horse. No, I no, should, no. <laughs> I should have had a conversation with you before we just started the recording. No, it's okay. I just wanted to touch on some like limiting beliefs mm-hmm. and then help people get through it yeah. um, as part of their get up and do today. Yeah, let's go. Okay. The last thing I wanted to kind of talk about with you guys, um, another belief that kind of goes into that cultural. Um, when I was younger, I grew up learning that when your grandma or your mom or someone fed you a plate of food, you were to eat all of that food. Um, you said yes to more food. And honestly, at the time, I never understood how much that affected me until now or it could be the opposite effect maybe food was scarce in your life and so you learned that when you got a plate of food you always ate that food because food didn't come by often and I think a lot of people don't understand now as they're older that that belief got instilled into you that you have to finish that plate which kind of sucks because then it kind of decreases your ability to be able to pick up on your own cues of when you're full of when you're not because you're out eating I don't know if you've ever been out eating and you're like oh I paid ten dollars for this plate I have to eat it all I've been there so many times and I'm like I can't waste the money like I paid for this but instead I should have been like hey you know what I can take this to go I can eat it tomorrow and you know what I don't need to eat it if I don't want to eat it. If I'm full, I don't need to eat it, right? These are beliefs that we get instilled into our minds that really do affect us as we get older and we don't even realize it until we start working with people. At least myself, I started working through these things and I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is why A, B, and C. This is why I do this and I have a hard time believing that I don't have to do this. Um, So anyway, those are just some beliefs I wanted to talk about with you guys. And from there, I wanted to really go into how to undo it. Let me just tell you, first of all, it doesn't take a month. It takes very, very many months, years to work through these things because it took years to build into you. It's going to take a really long time to build it out of you. Um, And that's okay because this is a journey. This is a lifestyle. And the fact that you show up is giving a little bit every day, which comes out to be 100% at the end of the year or at the end of the years. So first and foremost, I think 
something really important to be able to undo it all is to understand what your beliefs are and what those limiting beliefs are. So if you have a limiting belief of you'll never be fit because you've never been fit, you'll never be able to save money because you've never saved money, you'll never be able to be consistent because you've never been consistent, you have to be able to recognize those things. You have to have this hard talk with yourself and say, hey, this is a, Y, and Z, Y, A, Y, and Z. What is wrong with me? <laughs> a, B, and C. Um, and I need to understand and recognize these things, not as a negative thing, but it's affecting me in a negative way. Self-awareness. Yeah, self-awareness. Andy, I don't know if you guys listen to Andy Frisell's podcast. He just did a podcast about self-awareness. Um, if you want to, hop over to that one after this because it's really good. It's really important to be self-aware, to understand where your vulnerability lies and where you can be better at things. Yeah, self-awareness isn't... A lot of people would think self-awareness is like criticism. And it's not necessarily criticism. It's just being aware of what you do and why you do it and then making a plan to make yourself better. Exactly. That's all it is. So for... I was just actually talking to a friend who um, on Instagram and we were talking about um, our our shopping addictions and she said, I've never had money. So when I have money, I tend to overspend because I have had a hard time understanding that money stays and it doesn't need to be spent as soon as I have it. And I thought that was really great self-awareness that she understands um, what her limiting belief is and how... And then she has to make a plan of working through it. Like, just because I'm at Lulu doesn't mean I have to spend thousands of dollars or just because I have money doesn't mean I have to go out and spend everything. So slowly you start working through these things that help you instill beliefs of I can be confident with money. I can keep money in my pocket. And then vice versa though, if you've never spent money or you feel like, oh my gosh, I can't spend money because I won't have money again. That's another like limiting belief you have to work through because I think for us, we've gotten to a place where we're like, oh, we'll never not be able to check our bank account to no money comes flowing into our lives. Money is healthy. Like we never have to worry about money. And it's like I said, not being cocky, but being confident that money is a good thing and bringing that energy to your life. So then when you go out to dinner or when you go out to places, you can spend money and be like, I'm okay. I'm safe. I don't need to check my checking account right now because I know money is flowing right in. Um, and you're aware of the choices that you've already made. So it's it's like, okay, maybe if I've already spent $500, $500. then I know <laughs> I've got to check my account. But if you know what you've done and you're not getting ahead of yourself and mindlessly spending or mindlessly eating or mindlessly you know, watching Netflix all day, then you've got that awareness to say, okay, you know, I'm fine. I don't have to stress out about this. Exactly. No, and I think that's really great. Thank you for chiming in on that. That self-awareness piece comes again. Um, Some other things you can do to help, like, understand your beliefs or understand where you lack. Um, Reading nonfiction books, I think that was my favorite part about 75 Hard. We read so many books and we still read books. And a lot of these books taught me wow, I have so many limiting beliefs. I have, and it's crazy because like I said, back to when I was a kid that I I always felt like I wasn't enough because I was excluded from groups or I wouldn't be invited to a birthday party or I wasn't asked to prom or something like that. So I created this limiting belief that I wasn't enough. And reading through these nonfiction books, some self-help books, I'm like, I am enough. I've always been enough. And just because maybe I wasn't to another person doesn't mean I can't be to myself. So if you can find a book, a lot of book recommendations I could give. Um, we have 
quite a bit. Um, Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins is really good. It swears a lot, but it's really good. That one's a really good one. Um, Girl Stop Apologizing by Rachel Hollis. Man, I could read that book five times. I absolutely love that book. She brings so many clear points of any woman can do anything, just do it type of thing. Wolfpack was a really good book. What books did you like? I love Jordan Peterson's work. Um, it's okay, but it's really like it's hard brainy. to read. Yeah, you've got to get <laughs> you got to really um, focus on the language that he uses. I also loved Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willink. Um, that book's fantastic. Can't hurt me. It's great. Um, I read uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People. That one was really good. There's a lot of books out there that are are fantastic, and it's just you know you you're able to interpret what they're saying and and bring it into your own life i think a common theme that really comes across in a lot of these is you've got to focus on your own faults first you've got to focus on your own um issues basically yeah and and improving yourself and personal development and then you can worry about the world around you and everybody else around you because if you're a better person in turn everybody else becomes better um so believing that what you're doing is is the right thing to do um believing that you can get to where you actually want to be um and make a plan of action for it in turn you know everything just kind of seems to work itself out yeah no and it it becomes like you become the person that influences the room in a positive way. Like we talked about in our last episode is people want to be around you because you influence them to want to be better, to want to do better, which is such a beautiful thing in my eyes, like that people want to level up with you instead of trying to drag you down to there, to where they are. Um, moving on really fast. Cause this episode's kind of, I feel like I'm, we're, I'm sorry if it's longer than it needs to be. Um, visualization and affirmations, I think are really, really big for us personally. Um, so beginning 75 hard, I started doing affirmations about a month in. Um, and the reason why was because I was noticing myself really, um, sinking into a negative energy because the first 30 days of 75 hard is hard. <laughs> it's really hard but you're at like the point of well can't can't stop now because what's my excuse um so I started doing affirmations and man affirmations and visualizations have been a game changer to work through limiting beliefs so typically when I'm doing affirmation affirmations I was going to say affirmations and visualization together so yeah there's that um typically when you're doing Mm -hmm. affirmations you're wanting to do affirmations that are going to serve you in the way that will bring happiness and positive energy into your day so when i start my affirmations i usually um, start with gratitude so i say i am thankful for the home i'm in i am thankful for the husband i have for his support for his love i am thankful for my health giving gratitude to the world to jesus to whoever the higher power is that you believe in um is saying, hey, I'm thankful. Thank you so much for what I already have. And it's a really good perspective of knowing you're safe and that you do have it good instead of just thinking, oh, I have it so bad. Oh, I don't have this. I don't have that. You're thinking, wow, I'm so grateful for the things I do have. So after that, I move into like my affirmations. A lot of my affirmations, um, I say, Today, I will attract successful opportunities. Um, Today, I will have more faith and less fear. Today, um, where I say I am worthy of having a strong body. I am deserving of financial stability. I am worthy of paying off all the debt I have. 
things like that are things I start to really program into my mind and put out into the universe. Hey, this is this is kind of what I'm wanting and what I'm working towards. Then as you keep doing it, it's not coming from a place of desperateness. Like I really need money. So I think I'm worthy of money. It's like confidence that you will receive and then welcoming it. So that's another thing I say, actually, I welcome money into my life. Money flows easily into my life, things like that. So if you have like a limiting belief of, let's say food, that you can't control yourself around food, that you have impulsive things that you just can't do it, an affirmation you can do is, I am in control of my body. I am in control of what I put into my mouth today. I will be more mindful because I am deserving of a healthy body. Something just as simple as those things. And writing them down consistently. And you can add more. You can look up different affirmations that kind of go with that vibe. But the more you start to do them, the more you start to believe it. And the more the universe starts to work with you. That's kind of like law of attraction. So the more you put it out into the world, the positive energy, the happiness, it starts to give it back to you. Yeah, well, and saying it or writing it down is actionable. Just thinking about something, um, you're not, you're less likely to act on it. So if you write it down, if you say it out loud, something like that, subconsciously throughout your day, you do things that will get you to that goal that you wrote down, get you to that goal that you set out into the air. You know, just thinking about it, it's easy for a thought to flow away and a new thought to come in. And then you lose what you were about to do. You know, all, all these people always say, oh, what was, I, what was it that I was about to do? I, I needed to do something today. It's not me. down on paper. <laughs> it's not out, out loud in the world. You know, so writing it down or saying it out loud, um, you know, it's not like witchcraft, this law of attraction thing. It's really when you write it down, when you when you say it out into the into the world, you know, you're more likely to go out and actually make it happen. Yeah, absolutely. Same with visualization, just stepping into that, making a vision board of like what your goals are and what you want to succeed at and putting in a place you can constantly see it. Like people who do manifestations and like affirmations and that type of like business work, they really emphasize these things because when you visualize it and it brings you a sort of emotion, you have to work on that emotion because it it fills you. It fills that drive to do. You. Yeah, it does. So sometimes when I visualize like our next house or my dream car, it brings me so much happiness that it makes me want to work harder towards those goals. Um, sometimes when I visualize myself running that marathon and completing it, I get so excited. Visualizing us being debt free was so freeing to me that every day I was like, how can I how can we pay off this debt? How can we pay off this debt? How can we do this? And I all of a sudden subconsciously started finding ways to pay off all this debt. All of a sudden money started coming into our life that I was like, oh, like that was random. Like, okay, great. But it wasn't random. It was work that I was doing every single day through my affirmations, through my visualization that the energy started reciprocating. I remember when we got refinanced, and I was trying to be positive about it, but I had so much fear because in the past, our whenever we had an appraisal, the appraisal came back lower than it, what it was supposed to be. So I instilled this fear that our appraisal would be lower, and it was. We got a lower appraisal, and I said, crap, can't have that. But the guy didn't use a comp near us, long story short. So we resent it in, and instead I let go of this fear, and I said, I'm going to have faith. 
I'm going to believe the appraisal will come back at this number. It's going to. I just, every day I told myself, focus on what you can control and, and not on what you can't. And literally, I swear to you, that appraisal came back for the exact number I wrote down in my affirmations book. It was insane. I told Ryan, I called him crying. I said, it came back. It's at where it needs to be. So we were able to refinance our house at a lower interest rate and not have to worry about this huge mortgage payment. It was absolutely incredible. And I, that's, I think that was the minute it, I really was like, all right, the shit works. <laughs> yeah. And with our debt, yeah, it was just like, okay, how much money do I actually need? How much money can I throw at this debt? Because the goal is to get out of debt. I'm writing it down every day to get out of debt and it's going to happen and we're going to do it. And, and we did it. Like we literally, it. like we didn't make any more money than we did in the past. No, not really. Like we had here and there, like with sales of like programs, but honestly, no, we just all of a sudden stopped spending money and started putting it towards the debt, which was so amazing. So really, you guys, affirmations, visualizations, reading nonfiction books that really power the new mindset you're wanting to change to. But like Ryan said, writing it down brings action to it and like making a plan brings action to it and then you fulfilling that plan that action behind it is what the world starts to see the universe and is like okay yeah all right we feel you we see you we're gonna start working with you and that's just one of the many ways to start really decreasing these limiting beliefs you have set for yourself um so lastly, I really wanted to talk to you guys about this last thing, which you guys might think I'm crazy. So Haley Hoffman-Smith, if you don't know her on Instagram, she has her own podcast. She goes into this thing called um, EFT, which is tapping. If you've never heard of tapping, look it up on YouTube. There's very many, many videos. Tapping can be a form of being able to release limiting beliefs. Um, a lot of you guys might think I'm crazy. I remember when I first did it with a friend, I was like, she's crazy. What is this? But I've been doing it the last couple of weeks with the worthiness and the I'm enough and really understanding where my fears lie. And I've been tapping through them. And you guys, it's been life changing for me. I just feel so much better. If I'm feeling like anxious, I just hurry and like tap through it in the bathroom or anything like that. If I'm feeling scared or worried, I tap through it so it might be your guys' last resort because if you're just getting into this world of like affirmations limiting beliefs and all that you're my you might think wow she's crazy but i'm telling you it's good it's good for the soul it really i feel like it really works and not that these worried feelings completely go away because it's a constant like work through but they do help in the moment um my work that i do full-time is very intensive and i have done it a couple of times at work um especially when i'm feeling overwhelmed or scared or anything like that i do it and it's crazy how immediately i'm just like okay i feel better i can do this and i work i go back into work so Okay, well, guys, that's that's it for the show. Um, I know it's kind of longer than our last show, but I just there was just so much I wanted to touch on, to explain, to see if you guys could feel with me, um, and then kind of go through the steps of like getting rid of those limiting beliefs. I guess we could have done a different episode on how to undo it all, but here we are. I love it. I that. think that this episode has been perfect. So I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't change anything. I wouldn't either. I think our next episode, we need to do 75 parts since we refer to it. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, that might be a long one too. <laughs> I mean, 15 minutes maybe. Okay. Well, you guys, if you guys like this episode, please subscribe and leave us a review. I would love to know how we've been, you know, vibing with you guys. Do our episodes help you get up and do more with your life? Do they not? I would love to know. Feedback, feedback, feedback. Share it. Tell people about it. Just do it. 
please. Oh, I don't know if you can say. It. Okay, there you go. It's like I don't know. It's copyright, babe. Don't say it. No, no, it's not. Uh, yeah, no, we're not. We're not nothing to do with them. No, you're funny. But just, just share it. Just yes, talk just about share it. it with anyway, people. thank you so much for chiming in with us, and we hope you have a great day, and that this episode was able to help you get up and do today. Bye.